Welcome to the next episode, I believe. This is episode 30, I believe, Adam. Oh, celebrate. Of our podcast. We are zero. And the way we're celebrating, we decided to follow through on this podcast with what we said on a live uh, last week when we said we just didn't get to all the questions on the live that we wanted to. We've never gotten to all of your questions. I know you're painfully aware of that because some of you haven't had your questions answered. And we can't promise that we'll get to all the questions. There are many, many, and we are grateful for those questions. That's why we're doing this podcast. We're grateful that you care enough to ask the questions and that you're engaged in this whole process of trying to make sense of a tragic crime, of trying to, some of us are trying to heal from other tragedies, tragedies in your own life. We're just glad you're a part of this community. We want to honor that in this podcast by continuing to answer questions, some of them that we've answered before. For example, the first one, we're going to start with came in in an email, and I'll read the email and let Adam uh, let Adam respond. But the email came in; it just came in, I believe, yesterday or today. So yesterday would have been Saturday. You're probably seeing this on Tuesday. Um, but this person was watching a podcast from back in November. Okay, and they ask these questions that we actually addressed back in July. We had a whole podcast on Charles's, sh the shooting of Charles and the aftermath, because when we started doing this, we didn't know that was such a hot topic. We hadn't seen all the, all the um, social media questions around Adam's role and why wasn't he there for Charles, et cetera, et cetera. So we did a podcast on that, but this person didn't hear that. And that's okay. We know that not all of you have heard everything we've said, so we don't mind mind revisiting it. So with all that, Adam, let me just start reading this question to you. We'll jump right into it. Okay. This person said, Adam, why did you promise Charles that you would talk and record Lori and then not follow through? Well, I, I've, I, I've, I've talked a little bit about, you know, all these things that have happened, but just to go back, uh, Charles called me out of desperation uh, when he was dealing with Lori and saying she's crazy and she's lost it and all these things. And uh, when he called me, he was like, I'm desperate and you're the only one in your family that will talk to me or even try to help me. So I said, well, Charles, what can we do? What do you want me to do? He goes, well, if you could just record Lori saying the things that she says to me and give it to the state president. I can get her excommunicated, and then she won't be able to go to the temple anymore, and I think she can snap out of this delusion. That was our conversation. And I said, sure, I can do that. So when I get to Arizona, I don't get a chance to see Lori. I How am I going to record Lori if I can't see her? Why didn't you get a chance to see her? She has blocked everybody. She blocked me. She cut me off. There was no, I didn't know, she won't answer any of my phone calls. There's no communication, nothing. Do you know? So I told you Charles know where she lived. No, I have no idea where she lived. So in my, and so I told Charles, I was like, you know, if we do something like this, you, you know, you're gonna have to be there to show me or you know introduce or get me in front of Lori. Um, and so none of that ever transpired ever. So and, and when I got there the next day, 
you know, Ed Charles had, has gotten, you know, shot. So it's just like, I, I just, um, it, it was a desperation plan. I agreed to do it. I never got a chance to do it uh, because of what transpired. So I, I just don't understand, you know, those kinds of, of questions when people don't understand how that actually went down. Okay, what's the next one on here? Well, I think that people don't understand that the there wasn't a plan set when you got there. You were going to get with Charles. You didn't even get to get with Charles when you no. got down. No, no. You weren't staying with Charles. You didn't no. Charles lived. Charles was coming back into town at a hotel. He was at a hotel. Didn't know what hotel he was at. Right. Didn't know where Lori lived. Nobody gave me any, any. I was supposed to stay with Alex. He never answered his phone. I ended up at my parents' house. It was like complete chaos from the time I landed in Arizona. Okay. So the next part of this question is, also, you said your family was mad at you for dealing and planning with Charles. So obviously you told your family you were planning to record them and Lori. That doesn't make any sense. No, this was after the fact. Those After the fact, after everybody found out about what happened, nobody... You didn't. I didn't tell my family that I was there to record them or to record Lori. I told Charles said, "Don't tell anybody why you're coming. Otherwise, they won't. You know, Lori will hide herself and she won't. You know, want to talk to you." So I told my family I was there to see Zach because that's what Charles told me to say. And so, there's, there's that famous, famous public email that where Summer was texting. I said email. It was a text. Summer was texting Lori say. Hey, Adam's here to do some type of intervention. Do you want me to run interference? So they knew you were trying to do something to get in front of her. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was their own. That's their own thinking. I never said I was there to do any of that. I was. I told my mom and dad that I was there to, you know, be with Zach. But they were all acting sketchy from the very beginning. So at the, you know, I'm sure Lori had told my mom or my dad and Summer. I don't know who she told or what the communication was, but I'm sure she was, you know, out to, you know, say we're out to get her for some reason. Me and Charles and Brandon and my son Zach and she had this whole elaborate story that they bought into. Is it possible you told Alex? What did you tell Alex you were there for? Because you I just you typed him you were going to stay with him. Yeah, I told Alex I was coming to town, and maybe I, to be honest with you, I don't know what I told Alex, but I, t I think I told Alex I was worried about Lori, why we were having the conversation, um, and I know Alex had kind of bought in, I think, at that time. I didn't know he was all bought in, um, but I may have told Alex uh, that I, you know, I'm worried about Lori and that kind of thing, but I told Alex that I was going to want to come and stay with him because I didn't spend time with him either. So I don't even know if we got into, me and Alex even got into a conversation about that. I can't remember what that even would sound like or look like now. Mm -hmm. And by that time, not saying that you were there to to talk to Lori, but you did, didn't you have a conversation with your parents when they picked you up from the airport about you being worried about Lori? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so when my parents picked me up from the airport, I was like, we got to do something about Lori. She has lost her marbles. I mean, there's something seriously wrong with her. And, um, you know, they were just totally against that whole thing. She hasn't got...
Yeah, she's like, she's she hasn't done anything to anybody. She's the most spiritual person I know. My dad's like, um, she's in some kind of delusion and just let her live that out until she comes out of it. I remember him saying something like that. So, you know, at that point, I'm just like, oh, everybody knows that she's nuts, but nobody wants to do anything about it. Yeah. What do I, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, of course, no one foresaw what the result of that, no. that delusion would be. No. Um, but that's the problem with, with some people that don't understand that whole thing. And they're trying to feel like, oh, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do... They just don't understand timeline. They don't understand what was said. They don't understand what was action, the actions and all that stuff. Well, and there, a lot of those people are getting information from people on the internet that kind of have it out for you and don't uh, don't necessarily have the same conclusions from the information that people know have. have. The last part of that question is, why would you do that knowing your family were all on Lori's side? Well, I didn't know when I was there that they were all on Lori's side. It wasn't until my mom and I got into a huge fight after way after that, and then they everybody just ended up cutting me off. So, you know, I know you're going to hear a lot of things on a, on other podcasts about this case, that, and I'm not going to mention names or podcasts, but a lot of it I would not validate the things that are coming out of the, the speakers on those shows. Okay, well, let's switch to another question. It doesn't really switch subjects because um, the question was from an email, and it was about um, someone asked if you would share when you said that um, you were with your son, Zach, and you mentioned when you went back over to your parents' house, this is after Charles was killed, and you all went back to town. And you went in and had that conversation with your mom. And even Zach was trying to tell her something. And Zach, who had lived with Lori right up until that time, and she discounted that. Can you share what Zach said that uh, that was discounted? So I I wish I would do your exam. That was... Well, yeah, it was, a, it was one argument that we had that he was telling her. So we were walking back and forth in the hallway and Zach was saying, Mimi, Lori, you know, she said this. And my mom yelled and said she would never say anything like that. And I think it was it was some sexual innuendo that Lori said something. And it wasn't a sexual innuendo to Zach. It was about something else or somebody else or something like that. It just didn't sound like something Lori would say. So that's why my mom, you know, was like totally against it. Lori would never talk like that or say something. And I, it was some sexual thing. And I, and I, and I, to this day, I don't remember what it is. Maybe Zach does. Um, but you know, obviously Zach doesn't want to come on a podcast, but maybe I can ask him. I, don't, I can't remember exactly what it was. And I don't think it's really that important anyways, right. because if it's, if it was something that Lori said, and Zach is not lying about it. Why would he lie about it? Um, and my mom saying Lori would never say that and took Lori's side instead of Zach's side. That that's the part where everything started to go, you know, split us all up in in, in part. So it was a tough time and tough to remember the details here, what, three and a half years later. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't anything towards Zach. It was just Zach thought it was odd that Lori would say something like that. And then 
some sexual innuendo, maybe about a, a movie or a person or what, whatever it was. Yeah. And to give a little context to that, um, I know Lori really was, um, what's the right word? Her persona was worshiping all the time, reading the scriptures. And so for something like that to, to come out of her, someone that hadn't been around her might think, are you kidding? She's acting so righteous. Well, we know that that was a facade now, but uh, you know, very confusing time in the family. Yeah. Ready to change the subject just a little bit? Sure. What, what's next on the list? I, we lo I love that we get to talk to you know, people that are interested or ask questions or don't know. We have nothing to hide. We're just telling you exactly how it is. Yeah. And we wish we knew everything about timelines and could remember and keep everything in context. But yeah. tremendously confusing time, especially when there is just a murder that some people didn't think was a murder and they were believing people that were lying. Right. We lied. Tough, that was difficult. Tough, tough time. Um, and this isn't necessarily an easy question, just a different subject. I'll just switch in the tracks. So. From, from H House, you know, I come in and ask questions that hasn't been addressed, I think. It was this. Do you think that this cult Lori would this cult Lori was in is still going on? You mentioned, Adam, that Melanie asked you to Thanksgiving, did you dodge a bullet? Were you going to be poisonous? I believe Tammy and Adam were. Let's let's go one one question at a time there. Tammy and Alex, you mean? Um, or they said, they said Adam. You know, there's people give things, Adam and Alex and Rex. All three of us have been mistaken. You're, you're right, and I do that too. I've called you Alex, what, two or three days? Yeah, Alex. Okay. I just have to remember, you're the, bro the brother that's alive. Yes. All right. Uh, well, hold on. Let me go back. So what were we talking the about? The first one, the cult. And so oh, let's oh, yeah. consider that a cult. I I think it meets the definition of what Chad and Lori were doing. We don't know how extensive it was, and that's really what this question is. Do you think the cult they were in is still going on? In other words, are there allies of theirs still running around out there? That's a great question. Um, and I, you know, I'm going to say this, nothing would surprise me. I mean, if, if somebody was following Chad and Lori and then they found out that Chad and Lori killed the kids and they were like, what the heck did I get myself into? And then they bailed out, which I feel like that did happen to some people. Um, and then there's other people who maybe still believe it and still think that, you know, Lori and Chad are going to get out and, you know, they're, this the 144000 still needs to be collected. I don't know that for fact, or, but I feel like Rex and I both feel like there's cultish behaviors and there's cultish things that we didn't, I didn't even realize until Rex and I talked to, to a, a guy that we we're not going to bring him up on that we wanted to get him on as a guest, but he opened our eyes to a lot of things, and both of us were like, "Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense." So, uh, as far as cult goes, um, you know, I think there there could be definitely something there. There could be people that are still believing in something that's close to what short Lori and Chad were preaching. And I'll give a parallel answer that doesn't receive what you're saying, but give it a little different perspective. Because of the person Adam mentioned, things things we've heard, we don't have enough 
information to pass these on yet. If we find out, especially in Chad's trial, if we find out that these murders of the children, Tylee and JJ, were ritualistic, then it's very plausible to believe something that some other people already believe, that there were other people present for those murders. And those people scattered like rats on a sinking ship. Now, if that's the case, and like Adam, I'm not going to be surprised by anything. If that's the case, I personally don't believe they kept that same organization or group dynamic. I think they would have scattered because they could be accomplices to the murders. If they witnessed them, and even in a ritualistic way, they're still accomplices. So they are as gone as they can be. So yeah. I doubt that there's still a, any type of group that gets together like Chad and Lori and talks about the dribble that Chad was making up about zombies and dark and light um, scales following Chad and Lori. Now, there are crackpot groups like that all over all the time, but I don't think it's Chad and Lori's particular group. But... Nothing will surprise me. Right. Yes. So going on with that same person, um, do, do you think you dodged a bullet? Um, not not hanging around Melanie. Which oh. Which you got to be poisoned. No, I, so with Melanie, there's a lot of things that I don't know. Um, it's obvious to me that Lori was a, uh, a mother figure to Melanie, and I mentioned this before. My older sister Stacy, who passed away, um, that's Melanie's. Uh, that Melanie is her child, um, and I love Melanie. And me and Melanie were super close. And um, I think Lori, you know, took Melanie under her wing, so to speak, or Melanie, you know, was following some things with Lori and Chad. Obviously, with the text messages that we 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 all saw now. Um, but I believe that, you know, I don't think Melanie knew anything about the the kids being killed or anything like that. I think at some point, I think Melanie was like, oh, my gosh, what has happened? And, you know, then was like, oh, I, what was I thinking or what was I hanging out with Lori and with Lori and Chad and Alex? I think she she totally has gone the other way, understanding that all that was a disaster. Um and I don't think she's involved in anything anymore, but I don't know how, how much she knows. I don't know what she, you know, what she went through. Um, and, you know, who knows what we'll find out. But when she invited me over for Thanksgiving, I think two years ago or whatever it was, I was going to my friend Eric's house for Thanksgiving and it wasn't anything like, and at that point too, I wasn't really sure um, about what, I, how my relationship would be with Melanie or what I would even say to her, or how would I, what would I talk about with her? I was kind of a, in an uncomfortable situation um, to do that. And so I, I think I still am actually, uh, but I would, I, I don't, I love Melanie, um, but I would love to have a discussion with her, but I, I might, we may have to wait till all this stuff is over to do that. Yeah, let me let me add my two cents worth on that too, because I love Melanie. I've always loved Melanie. I love Stacy, her mom, um, and 
as Adam said, we see the same evidence, the same, same text messages that everyone sees. So there are a lot of questions. We, Adam and I, want to see the truth come out, whatever that truth is. You know, we would like it not to implicate uh, Melanie, but we don't know what the evidence is. So we'll see when it, when it comes out. Okay. And we do want justice for all the victims, and we do want justice for anyone that participated in it. We don't have that information at this at this point. Um, but it goes to another question we have here, Adam. Someone asked, who was the favorite child in your family? And I, I'm guessing they expect you to say either Lori or you, what's your take on it? I'll give you my take being an well, outside observer. Well, I think Stacy uh, was the 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 beloved child uh my oldest sister who passed away uh we all loved her to death um and you know i feel like when we got family get-togethers with all the family and stuff i feel like everybody loved to see me because i wasn't the one i never lived by my family so i was like oh uncle adam's gonna be here or that i just felt that and i try to spend so much time with each individual kid and person i tried to go around the room and make sure that everybody you know i got to talk to everybody and you know ask questions and be involved in people's lives but so i felt like i was you know one of the most loved but um i i i'm, I'm Lori was too i guess because you know Lori was a lot like that as well well, you made time for the old people too, and you know made time for us and, and spent time. So of course you're linked in the family, and, yeah. and but yeah, growing up, Stacy was Stacy was a favorite, and you know sweet little Stacy. But boy, when she got her siblings together, when she was in charge, oh she yeah, ruled with an iron fist, did she? Yeah. <laughs> so we shut it down. She shut it down. That's right. But, uh, yeah, that probably surprises people that, you know, a lot of people think, well, Lori was well, the favorite child. And, and you start thinking about Lori. Lori did everybody's hair, and she did it for free. So I'm sure Lori was, like, people's favorite, too. Never did my hair. Yeah, she used to cut my hair. She did a great job with it. I mean, she did everybody else's hair in the family, too, and everybody loved it. She was a really good uh, hairstylist. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, our family, there's a lot of love. We've had a lot of interaction, a lot of family reunions and interactions. And Adam would come from wherever in the country he lived at the time, and I would come from wherever I lived. So, right. Uh, well, everyone always loved seeing Adam. Doesn't matter what the age was. His nieces and nephews, my greases and, and grues, and, uh, but all, all of us older ones, too. Everyone loves loves Adam. Um, I bet you now I'm everybody's favorite over Lori. I can guarantee you that. Pretty pretty safe competition there. I, I feel confident saying that right now. Okay, so Adam's not a serial killer. Maybe we love him more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you uh, measure that. <laughs> see, um, dang, I'm sorry. I had these. I have these lined up here. But while you're doing that, can I do something? Ace, go ahead. Okay, so somebody uh, made a comment on our on our Facebook group. And by the way, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, it's uh, Tylee and JJ's Silver Lining Podcast Community. You can search it. Um, I think we have eleven hundred million, a million, 
1,100 uh, uh, people in the community, and it's growing, and I think it's great. There's so many great things uh, people post all the time. Like, But this was super cool. It was uh, from Stacy, and um, Stacy Campbell McCall. She said, I love the section in the book. So people that have read our book now, then, by the way, thank you for everybody who's done a review on our book on Amazon. Fantastic. We appreciate that. If you've read our book and you liked it, you can please make a um, a uh, review on there. Um, so Rex and I have been talking about our book. We, we got our Audible book. We're, we have to do some more work for that coming out and uh, just talking about our book and stuff recently. So I thought I would read this. Um, I love the section about Adam and Zach in the book. It brought me to tears. You are a wonderful father, family member, and friend. Um, to those who have crossed your path, don't you ever forget that. Me reading something like that just it 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 just gives me so much energy um, because of when I was writing that part of the book, I was questioning if I should even put that part of the book in because I know Zach doesn't want to be part of it and all that, but I couldn't resist uh, you know trying to defend him and trying to let people see what happened to him, the the hard things that happened to him at that age and all that stuff. So as I read that part of the book, again, when Rex and I recorded our audio book, not just you were brought to tears, I was bawling. Like I, you, I came out of the thing and Rex was sitting there and I was like, I got to take a break because I can't even get through this part of the book. And I think it's towards, maybe it's towards the end of the book. Um, but yeah, thank you, Stacy, for uh, sending that comment. It meant a lot to me. I appreciate it. I think we have time for one more question here, Adam. And okay. uh, Kathy Somerville, who who uh, contributes frequently, a solo cat. Um, and and Kathy, no, you don't comment too much. We we love hearing your comments. Well, hey, yeah. She said, Adam, I feel like you're kind of stopped by Rex when you said you were good if it took a really long time. And what she's referring to here, Adam, is the in the trial, you were saying, um, you know, if Chad was going to give a plea deal, you know, he could cut it off, or or how do you feel if if uh, the trial's delayed longer and you started addressing that? Why don't you would address it again, and I'll promise not to cut you off. Well, I was just thinking, it's a for me, it's a double-edged sword. Obviously, trials about this case, and this has been the last five years of my life, not the case, but the whole dramatic thing has been, you know, the last four years of my life, um, that, you know, I wish that Lori and Chad would just plead guilty to everything, and then we wouldn't have to go to trial. They just stay in jail and or death penalty or whatever, they, whatever the thing is, um, but... I, you know, I do want justice for everybody. Um, I don't want to be involved in the trial. I don't want to be in a courtroom. I don't want to participate in it. I know I have to, but I don't want to. That's where I'm coming from. And if it's been delayed for two years, that gives me two years where I don't have to do that. But also it gets two years in my back of my mind, like coming up in two years, you're going to have to be part of this again. So do I just want to get it over now? So to me, it's a double-edged sword, whether it starts in April for Chad and Lori in October, whatever their their trials start. I, I, I It's negative both ways for me. So I don't know which way is better is what I was trying to say. 
very good. And since we can't control it anyway, it's going to be what it's going to be. Right, that's true. We'll just roll with the punches as we have been. And just to be clear, do you anticipate being part of Chad's trial? No. Okay. I, I don't anticipate it. No one's ever contacted me or, or asked me anything about it. I've never met Chad. I don't know him. I don't know his family. Uh, I, so I don't know where I would be able to come in on that. Right. But um, Lori's, they've told you you're on the witness list for Lori's trial, which doesn't mean you'll be called, but you could be called in the middle of it. It's just kind of open-ended when you're on the witness list. Yeah. At least that's how it was up in, in Boise for Lori's trial. Yeah. Well, thank you for staying with us. I hope this helped. I hope it's catching some of you up to date. I know a lot of you that have been with this case a long time, have been with us a long time, have heard a lot of this before. Thanks for for listening through it again. But we really do just want to help get as much information as we have. We aren't great with memories. We aren't great with the timeline, neither one of us, obviously. But we want to tell you what we know. We want to figure this out together. We want to be supportive of each other while we're getting this figured out. So thanks for being a part of that. Adam, last comment. Um, What is my last comment? Um, We'll see you guys on the next podcast coming up. All right.